0: KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. We have heard an awful lot about people quitting their job here in the midst of the pandemic and pivoting towards a new career, maybe taking stock of things and deciding it was time for something new. But we've heard about this idea in the abstract and in statistics and discussions. We wanted to talk to someone who has actually done it. Find out the why, the how, and how it's going. Jessica Talata lives in Folsom, and she talked with me about her decision to make a significant career change and how she has done it. This is a really interesting conversation. Check it out. So to start, let's go back prior to the pandemic. What was your job? What was the career path? What were you focusing on?
1: I was in retail management for twelve years before the pandemic.
0: And what are you pursuing now?
1: I am in engineering. Um, I work at an engineering firm, and I am currently in school for engineering.
0: That's quite a transition. Was this? How did this come about? Was engineering always something? That had interested you, or was in the back of your mind? Uh, was it something you watched, something, talk to someone, and you just kind of haven't had an epiphany? How did it come together?
1: It's always been an interest of mine. I was very interested in it as soon as I found out what it was. Uh, I've always been very into science. Um, I've always been very into fixing things. I've wanted to go to school for engineering for basically my entire life, but I never had a chance to I grew up very poor um I didn't have an option to go to college and a lot of my life was struggling so it took till I felt comfortable to make the change
0: was this something that the pandemic kind of led to a moment where you kind of took a self-checklist or kind of reassessed and said you know what if I'm going to do this this is going to this has to be the time
1: it, it could have been, yes. Um, partly because work did get a lot harder during the pandemic in retail management. It had always taken a toll on me uh, physically and mentally. And during a pandemic, it got really crazy. And thinking back on it now, it could have been something that I, in the back of my head, I was thinking, like, we might not have a lot of time on this world. So what am I doing right now? I'm not happy.
0: I guess, how scary was that? I mean, even if you don't like a job, I think we've all had crappy jobs at one time or another, but there is a certain comfort in familiarity, uh, stuff like that, and what you're doing is a big pivot. How Was it scary, or was it just, we're doing this, and we're going to make it work?
1: It It was extremely scary. I feel like that is the reason why a lot of people don't, pursue what they want to do and exactly like you said it's a lot of familiarity they're stuck in one spot they're scared so it takes a lot from you to get past the fear and go for what you want and I don't know I did it
0: (laughs) what was the reaction from friends and family when you told them what you were going to do
1: they were all extremely supportive um my husband especially, he, uh, we had to sit like, because one, college costs money. I know we're more comfortable right now, but college costs money. So that was one conversation we had to have. That was like maybe uh, like a year before I did the job change. When the job change happened, we, you know, had to sit down, go through all our finances, come up with a budget because originally the job that I took was part-time. So I was going from a 45 hour work week to 30 hours and it was a little bit of a pay cut, but I really wanted to do it. And he had my back hundred percent. So we sat down, figured it all out and it just it ended up working out in the end. My friends were super supportive, like, cause they just, they knew what I went through. I was never available to go to things with them or hang out with them. I was always working nights, overnights, sometimes 50, 60 hours a week. My family felt the same way. So when they heard I wanted to do it, like, of course, they were maybe a little apprehensive, like, wow, that's a big change. But they were like, if you really want to do it, go for it. We got you. So yeah.
0: <laughs> How much do you think you would have been able to make this move without that support?
1: I guess it depends on each person. I feel like I need support to make decisions and changes. So if I, if I didn't have that, t- honestly, maybe I didn't have that type of support before and maybe that's why I didn't do it, (laughs) but I have that support now. Um, and I I think for me, it was a big part of the process. I think for some people they can do it on their own if they, they put their minds to it.
0: So let's talk about what you're doing now. Uh, you said you're working at an engineering firm and going to school for engineering. Um, what are you, when you work, what's the job entail in kind of broad strokes?
1: Uh, I originally got hired on as a project administrator. So we have these things called, uh, request for information and submittals. They're from jobs, like for, like, my firm to answer questions about and, like, fix the signs over. So I was in charge of, like, uh, distributing those submittals and RFIs to our engineers and our design team and then getting them back and sending it to the clients. And nowadays they, they put me on for full time, which is great. Definitely help with the finances. (laughs) And I have like a uh, sort of a cross position. It's I'm still project administrator, but they also gave me a title uh, mechanical coordinator, which is um, I do a lot of the calculations under review by the engineers, of course. And I basically get the work under them. I get to see what they're doing. I get to listen to the conversations. I get to observe. I schedule surveys, do punch lists, all sorts of things like that.
0: How often are you going to class?
1: Um, I was doing full-time, so I was doing five classes. I think I'm going to calm down a little bit (laughs) and try three and see how that goes. I did fine. I I am in high honors. Uh, I'm on the president's list. Uh, My GPA is a 3.87, but working 40 hours a week and doing five classes, it's it's rough. And uh, a lot of the people that I work with even said, like, Girl you you had a lot of determination, and that but that's pretty crazy.
0: <laughs> Where are you going to school? Eller County Community College? I would imagine even you know cutting the classes back a little bit, the amount of your work and the amount of classes, a lot of long days, or is it still even less than some bad weeks in retail management?
1: Yeah, it could, yeah, and I think honestly it's easier than some of the things I had to deal with in retail management.
0: To that point, though, do any of the skills that you sharpened doing in your retail career, do they help in what you do now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I,
1: I'm basically a master of follow-up organization. Um, I, actually, I used the strengths that I had from uh, my retail management experience, and that's what I put in my original email uh, when I applied to my current job. And I said that I think that my strengths in retail management could transition easily into an administrative position. Um, and I think they took a liking to it because so, they interviewed me and hired me. So,
0: Am I correct? There's a scholarship from Lockheed Martin that has helped to to facilitate your, your time in school?
1: Yes, very much. It was amazing. I applied for that scholarship. I got it. I'm so honored to get it. It's Lockheed Martin. It's like, huge. They gave out tons of scholarships to people this year they give it out to it doesn't matter what background you have you could be me you could be a woman in STEM you could be somebody who didn't have the best life growing up maybe you don't have a lot of money and they're they're looking for the best people it doesn't matter where your background is who you are they want your smarts they want your innovation and your passion and yeah I I was so overwhelmed with joy getting the scholarship
0: And the firm you're working for, is it Lockheed affiliated or is it just the scholarship was through Lockheed Martin?
1: The scholarship was just through Lockheed Martin. Um, I work for Advanced Engineering, Inc. Uh, They're located in Media PA.
0: How, I mean, life is life and you kind of take it day by day. Do you ever take a step back and just kind of think of the journey you've taken since 2018, 2019 and how different? life is and it seems just in talking to you how much more fulfilling everything is
1: yeah uh every day it someday sometimes I think about it and I'm like is this a dream like I can't believe this is happening I have like a huge step up with the Lockheed Martin scholarship that pays for so much school at Delaware County Community College it helps me a lot with my finances so I don't have to worry about that I have my job and I'm getting on the job experience while I'm in school. I have a huge like leap. It's just, it's amazing. what what I'm, you know, what has happened with me and I appreciate every day.
0: (laughs) When it's all said and done, what would be the top of the mountain for you as far as a job, you know, as you really get acclimated and kind of see all the opportunities Is there something that would be kind of the dream job in, in engineering for you?
1: My dream job would definitely be working on spaceships, uh, some type of space thing, which is cool because Lockheed Martin (laughs) gave my scholarships that, you know, maybe they'll have a little file on me (laughs) for later, but I I've been thinking a lot about like what I do now, which is construction engineering. And I am super fulfilled in what I do with that as well. They, take part in, like, huge high-rise buildings, giant projects, like the police headquarters in Philly. And it's just amazing work, what I do now. Um, Originally, my dream, though, was work, something with space.
0: When you started to decide you were going to do this, kind of what steps did you take to start putting this in motion? You know, I think it's one thing, you know, you and your family, okay, I'm going to do this. Kind of where did you start? Because I would imagine, I know... A lot of times when you're starting a job search or especially something that's outside of the field you're currently in, uh, some of the hardest things can be how do I get started?
1: Well, for for me personally, like the first step was uh, signing up for school and talking to a counselor. I think that put everything in motion in my mind that this could happen. Like I could achieve this. Uh, I get uh, for other people, I think the first thing someone should do is probably another thing that i did first and that is to like sit down and write out what you want to do anything and just start pro and conning them it doesn't have to be a job title or position it could be like i want to fix things i want to be innovative and then maybe at the end you come to the conclusion that you want to be an engineer like that type of thing um just getting a clear thought process in your head would be probably my first
0: thought and were there any moments in the early days of the you know you talk about sitting down with a counselor and you start to get a feel for what you do were there any moments did you have second thoughts like uh ah, that seems like a lot or boy that could be a lot of money or, or once you kind of opened the door you were good
1: it was once i opened the door i was good i uh, it's weighed heavy on my mind my whole life and Oh, you go to college when you're 18. I'm 32. I've had 14 years to think about it. That's long enough. And if, you know, if somebody out there does have second thoughts, that's okay. That's fine. And it's scary, and that's going to make people have second thoughts. But I think in the end, people need to understand that like everyone deserves happiness and fulfillment in their lives, and they shouldn't get stuck in a rut uh, because they're scared to take the next step forward.